This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org. From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. This is Tom Curry. I write profiles of members of Congress for CQ Roll Call. I recently talked to two freshman House members who are likely to be in competitive races this fall. In some ways, the two are mirror images of each other. Lee Zeldin of New York, a Republican in a Democratic-leaning district. Brad Ashford of Nebraska, a Democrat in a Republican-leaning district. In this strange election year, their fates may hinge in part on the Donald Trump phenomenon. Trump's brazen campaign has bewildered the Republican Party and added to the volatility of the presidential race. If he's the Republican nominee, it could also royal some congressional races. CQ wanted to find out how Zeldin and Ashford each appeals to voters this fall, especially to independents and voters from the opposing party. Trump charges that politicians are all talk and no action, but Lee Zeldin will tell voters that, in fact, he has been able to get important things done for his district. Here's Zeldin explaining his work on several issues, including a law called the Zadroga Act, which compensates people who became ill after working on the cleanup in Lower Manhattan after the 9-11 attack. Just over a year in the office, uh, my, my proposal on Common Core has been passed and signed into law. Uh, my Safe Bridges Act, to get more federal funding for our state and local bridges, passed and signed into law as part of a five-year fully funded highway bill, permanently reauthorizes the Zadroga Act, we had over 2,000 constituent cases uh, successfully resolved. Um, for those who live in New York 1, the medical device tax was stopped for two years. Um, the list uh, goes on of priorities that we set out to accomplish getting across the finish line. Some Republicans are skittish about the idea of Donald Trump being at the head of their ticket this fall, but not Lee Zeldin. In 2014, Trump contributed $2,000 to Zeldin's campaign and recorded a robocall endorsing him. Hi, this is Donald Trump, and I'm calling on behalf of the Citizens United Political Victory Fund, asking you to vote for and support Lee Zeldin, a terrific guy. I asked Zeldin what might happen in his congressional district if Trump is a GOP presidential candidate and Hillary Clinton is his Democratic opponent. Uh, Donald Trump would annihilate Hillary Clinton in the first congressional district of New York. On the Democratic side, Brad Ashford is not easy to pigeonhole. Until a couple of years ago, he was a Republican. But party leaders' obstructionism persuaded him to leave the GOP, and in 2014 he ran on the Democratic ticket and won Nebraska's 2nd Congressional District. Now that he's been in Congress for a year, Ashford believes that Republican leaders sometimes contrive votes to try to trip up the Democrats. And then there are bills brought forth by the uh, Republican leadership that are clearly designed, to, like all the votes on Obamacare, all the votes on Planned Parenthood, those are designed to get people on record. They aren't designed to pass anything. Uh, I think that's, I, I knew that happened. I know, you know that it happened. I didn't realize it happened so much. As Ashford noted, he has voted with the Republicans on some high-profile issues, such as opposing the Iran nuclear weapons deal. I asked him what his message will be this November to the more conservative Republicans. Well, I've, I've got a pretty conservative voting record, on certainly on, on tax issues and things they care about. I also think it's not so much the individual 
conservative Republicans that I can't appeal to because I think I can. I think it's just more the party, uh, the, the the sort of the the congressional Republican Party here that seems to just block everything. And and uh, this, that's really what I'm talking about. I think I think I, I appeal to independents and uh, Republicans alike. I think the reason Trump's doing so well is really not Trump. Uh, I think it really is more a, it, the Republicans. Seeming seems to me, uh, in this sort of effort to discredit the president, have they've gotten what they deserve in a way? I mean, the leadership because they, you know, Trump is is popular because he's saying really what he's saying is Washington doesn't doesn't work, and that Republican establishment people they've always made these same promises: we're going to balance the budget, we're going to cut taxes, uh, we're going to get the economy working again. Um, even uh, and on, on other issues, but those are the kind of the core issues they haven't they have not produced. Even under normal circumstances, these two freshmen would face competitive races this year. But 2016 is anything but normal. A Trump candidacy would add an unpredictable ingredient to the campaign chemistry, perhaps drawing new voters to the Republican side, but perhaps repelling others. For CQ Roll Call, this is Tom Curry. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at CQ Now. And you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org.